Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Strike Force, round six. Peter, how you doing, mate? Good, mate. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, obviously, up until 2am last night playing Red Dead Redemption with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, Jesus, just got up. <laughs> yeah, I had a bit of a lie in this morning as well. Getting a bit out of hand. Um, Pete, I wanted to talk about UFC fight night um, on the weekend that just happened. Anthony Smith against Glover Teixeira. Um, I unfortunately saw the result of the main event before I got to watch the card. Um, How'd you manage that? Because I'm a fucking idiot. And I just when I was at work and I just opened Facebook because I had a notification. Uh, the first, first fucking video that come up is to share being interviewed in the cage by DC. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Did you know how, did you know how though? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I didn't. So oh. that's that's the only result I knew, and I didn't know how. And in my head, I was thinking, "Oh, it's got to be a submission. He's got. He, he, must, <laughs> have taken him, he must have taken him down. Yes. How wrong was I?" Um, but anyway, we can start with um, the first fight, which was Villeneuve against Chase Sherman, which was a uh, the heavyweight one. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Great fight. Like Sherman, really, really started strong. I like the way they called Chase Sherman the Vanilla Gorilla. Great nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was a great round, and because yeah, this this card, bruv, was was sick, and it really got off to a good start with these two. Mm. Great knees yeah, so um, in in round two. One. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, and then yeah, uh, right straight dropped him. Uh, Chase Sherman dropped him, uh, and the ref stopped it. This is it, they said that Chase had returned to the UFC. So has he been in it before? Yeah, I don't I don't remember him at all. But they said he was in it, and then he went away to I think it was Ireland fights or something. And then it was yeah, that was his first fight back. But I thought that gave, the other guys was doing right in the first round. Taking it was like exchanges, taking bombs, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Throwing some absolute bombs. But no, it was a really, really good fight. So congratulations to Chase Sherman on that one. And then the next fight, what I've started to do now, as you can see, is obviously I take notes while I'm watching and try and get a podcast written. And I've learned now to watch the round and then do it in the break because I was writing for the next fight. Uh, round one was really, really fast paced. Uh, Azure was doing really well. And then in round two, there was a head kick um, from Brian Kelleher. And then I, while I was typing on my phone, I heard, boom! And I looked up and I was like, oh, I basically missed the knockout. Like it's so quick. As they always think about, like as as well, I didn't have no sort of uh, presumptions going into the fight. I didn't really know either of them. I've seen that Keller before. Mm -hmm. Um, When I think he looked across the cage at that, what's his name? Elio or Azur? I can't remember his name. Yeah, Hunter Azur. Hunter Azur. That's it. Yeah, he looked across the cage as if to say, like. Gonna touch gloves and Gage is just like no, like <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> immediately, I'm I'm rooting for that killer. <laughs> hey, it was a lovely, lovely head kick, and then it was, a, it was that left hook, wasn't it? Just banged <clears throat> yeah, him out. Yeah. Two hammer fists on the floor, bosh. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Yeah, hammer fist while he's down, and and he was out. Um, yeah. So Brian Kelleher, obviously that is that that's in the featherweight division there, so a possible contender mm. for for that crown. I am. We spoke about it last episode, but I'm I'm excited about that division, man. I think um, they've got to do Holloway Volkanovski. You said that before, um, yeah. and then we'll see what happens. What do you think to the rematch of those two? What Holloway and Volkanovski? Mm. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't say he's done, but um, he's had a couple of bit of like dodgy losses, isn't it? Even in fights that he should have. Like the fights that he's good at, them sort of grinding out against, especially like I know he went up, he went up against Poirier, didn't he? That was lightweight, 
mm-hmm. that like yeah, you just sort of in fights that he's usually good in them like three or like five round wars. Mm. He's sort of he's not doing too well in, but I think Volkanovski's like like legit as well. Prime, when he when he says he, when he says he doesn't get nervous, he doesn't get scared, and he loves fighting. It's just like you can just see it. Like he just don't, doesn't have like no nerves, nothing. It's just straight down to business. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. His his hands as well, bruv. Like his boxing is is sick. Yeah, so yeah. Be for his size as well. Like exactly. I think he'd have yeah. like all these disadvantages, but. Mad. We'll see what happens there. The next fight was a lightweight fight. It was Gabriel Benitez against Omar Morales. Now, this one was one of the most exciting fights um, of the evening. Um, round one, they started talking to each other, shouting at each other. Um, it was a great head kick from Morales and massive shots from Benitez. Really, really good exchanges. Um, and then in round two, again, bruv, I lo- with the no crowd, you can hear them shouting at each other. No. Yeah, yeah, you can hear like everything. Even the punches sound a bit more like vicious. It's just... And you can tell who's the harder harder hitter as well sometimes. Maybe mm. not in that fight, they were quite even, but in certain fights you can hear like one of one of the one of the guys is just like his punches just sound like they're fucking painful, like spiteful. Yeah. It's nice watching like it's like watching a street fight. I can't watch street fights on YouTube and shit, it makes me feel sick. Really? <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe maybe if there was a crowd <laughs> <laughs> Kimbo style. It's funny that <laughs> you know you're not. Obviously, it means that you know your your threshold for violence might not be great, but you are into the most violent sport, bruv. Like, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's not even. The, maybe it's because there's no ref there, and you'd like once someone like something. I just don't like watching that shit. It's just you don't know what's going to happen. Like, and someone could run in from a from out the angle and kick someone in the head. It's just like with this, at least you got a. Um, it's a controlled environment. Yeah. Yes. Unless it's Keith Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mate, what is going on? He's been getting involved in Twitter beef with Dominic Cruz. Like, I don't understand what's going on. Oh, yeah. He's no, yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. As if he's got Twitter. Um, <laughs> as, uh, yeah, what did he say? So oh, I he said, oh he, oh, he posted up the picture of him with his face all, like, fucked after the knee. And he was like, this is what you look like, blah, blah, blah. I can't remember, I can't remember what he said after, but I don't know. Funny he posted <laughs> he posted a video of Cruz up as well and he was like I'm, I was trying to protect you from getting brain damage and all this shit I think or something like that as well. it's like fucking mate like yeah, I don't know if it's a, that well. do you think it can't be a, it must be him it's not a fake account is it I have no idea no I'm not sure yeah, that must be but it's, like, it, it's yeah it was funny because we'll come to it we'll come to it in a bit obviously one of the other fights was quite funny with him reffing yes yes <laughs> Uh, with, with the Benitez Morales fight um, again just love hearing them shouting at each other but then at the end of round two they caught um, there were so many brutal leg kicks and they caught um, a shot of Benitez's shin and it was just bleeding out like the, you could see the blood going down to his foot and stuff like that um, but I'd say this was a really really close fight and then uh, great exchanges in round three again, uh, again Morales getting some great shots back um, it was just it was funny because Morales was every time Benitez kicked him in the stomach, he was kicking him back. Every time he'd throw a right yeah, hook, yeah, he was yeah. doing it. He was trying to get a shot yeah. back every single time. And it's mm. just mad how, like, I love the way DC notices shit like that. What a fight it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, Omar Morales with the win. And then, bruv, at the end of the fight, that, just that close up of his shit. Yeah, I, know. Like, I think they, they did show another one before that. Not, not the one of them putting the cotton swab in it, but there was another one of them just like zooming in. And I was like, fuck, because I, I noticed it. Didn't, I don't know when it happened because I noticed the blood sort of in round two, maybe mm. like halfway through on his foot. So I don't yeah. know whether it was at the end. It might have been going from round one. I don't know. It just got worse. But 
it's fucked up. It's horrible. <laughs> Fucking horrible. Paul Felder on commentary was like, ladies and gentlemen, that is a shin bone, just in case you were wondering. Like, oh, what's, that, what's that cotton swab doing as well? <laughs> Fucking hell. So cleaning your ears out. Yeah. Mate, I need stitches for fuck's sake. Know, get a towel. Get a towel or something. Uh, absolutely horrendous injury there. Um, hopefully Gabriel Benitez's shin does get better. The next one was the um, female bantamweight fight between Sejara Eubanks and, and Sarah Morash. Um, remember this one, Pete? Yeah, it's just like even from the beginning that, that um, Eubanks just had like more... We keep saying it, don't we? Just them fighters have got more snap in their punches and stuff. And okay. she was just like, yeah, she was just sort of didn't have no doubts really. <laughs> a very, very one-sided fight um, from Sajara Eubanks there um, in the bantamweight weight division. Just, just yeah, I completely. A, I swear there was a little funny moment at the end as well. Was there a, bit of a funny moment at the end of round three? Um, the only thing that happened after the end of round three there was the armbar attempt from her. I remember. Maybe that was it, and then, or maybe she didn't let go quick enough or something. And then they got up and were still giving it up. <laughs> it's just like, fucking give it a rest. You could just hear him shouting. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was the, actually the, um, the end of the prelims there. And then on the main card, we had uh, first fight was Michael Johnson against Thiago Moises. Um, Prav, I don't know really, like, Michael Johnson, I thought started really, really well. Yeah, I was getting he, excited. I thought he was, yeah, I was like, um, he just come out so sharp. That's probably the sharpest I've seen him. Just like aggressive and that landing in combos. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, this 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 other guy is like one of them. Like he ain't he don't know what he's doing striking wise, but he might be good at submissions. But I was like, you can't rely on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then fucking round two, just like boom, straight out. That's what, that's what that's what Tony should have done against Justin. No, that's straight, straight submission. It was. <laughs> it's, it's very, very rare that you see something like that where you have a first round where you know one striker. Um, I literally have here that it's been all Michael Johnson so far in round one, and by the end, you know, it was a ten-nine round easily. And then at mm. the beginning of round two, Moises jumped straight into a single leg, straight into a leg lock, and just tapped yeah. him out. It's just yeah, it, was weird. it was wicked, wasn't it? It was so, so like. But obviously, he did tap. First, you saw like there was like maybe two taps on the leg, and Michael Johnson winced, and then maybe he thought. I think the guy was just readjusting his position though to get a tighter hold on it. Yeah, fucking Peterson, Peterson's just looking like shit. Do I stop it? He's probably a bit worried, really, because of because of what happened with Dominic Cruz. He's like, oh, I'll let this go a little bit. But, end up fucking his leg up. <laughs> yeah, 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 well done. His leg's broken. There was a, there was an incident like because Michael Johnson sort of tapped, and then Keith mm. Peterson sort of ran in, didn't stop it. And then yeah. Michael Johnson sort of looked him to, and then tapped again, like, bruv, yeah, like, this maybe, hurts. <laughs> maybe he did, maybe he did. Maybe the other guy felt the tap, let it loose a little bit, and then was like, no, fuck it. This. But even before that, like, I think Johnson had his fingers in the cage, like, about three times in a row. And he was like, you see him, like, pouring at it, but then he was, like, staring at it. He's like, is his fingers in there? And then he, yeah, and then yeah. he obviously, he made it verbal. He's like, get your fingers out of the cage. <laughs> like, fucking hell. He's got double vision, isn't he? He can't see. He's blurry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, oh, that's never going to go away now. Do you know no, what? This I, know. Is... I, feel, I feel bad for him, but if, it... I had other people messaging me going, one of my mates was like, he looks like my Irish uncle when he's drunk. <laughs> like his face, his face is bright red. He's stumbling. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh no, bless him. Do you know what this is going to be like? Do you remember when Alex Ferguson, he's, he was, I can't remember if it was a match with, it might've been even been West Ham, but Alan Wiley, he was a ref and he said that he couldn't keep up with a match. 
And then oh, that right. just stuck with that ref for the rest of his career. So it was like, oh, he's looking, he's looking a bit chunky. He can't keep up with play. Like, it's not fair. <laughs> sub him, sub him off. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was a great fight, great performance from Thiago Moises. So we'll see um, what's next for him in the lightweight division. Uh, then we had Andre Arlovsky bruv against Big Philip Lintz. Um, Good exchanges um, in the early rounds. Um, really, really heavy exchanges in round two. Um, Linz was looking good, but, mate, a performance from Marlowski, mate. Yeah, yeah, he switched it up, didn't he? I was a bit worried that first round because I think he's one of them fighters now. I know he's getting on a bit. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say his chin's gone, but, like, he, he, he's not the same as what he used to. You know, like, you know when, like, Vanderlei used to be like an animal? Yeah. Well, he still was at the end, but, like, he could take it as well. He could mm. just put his, like, bite on his gum shield swing for the fences and they usually come out on top whereas towards their end of their careers especially like Olofsky in the beginning you see this other geezer's hand speed and Olofsky like backs off like oh, shit I'm not I can't get into an exchange with this guy mm-hmm. it's just it's weird seeing fighters like that but um yeah he mixed it up well kept switching didn't he switched south poor throwing the left kick okay. which was working I think but yeah he, yeah he done well it was just it was watching sort of you know the promising upcomer um, who's won tournaments in, in, in other organisations to get to heavyweight titles and stuff like that, and then just coming and seeing an old, wily veteran just yeah, knowing how to nah, control the that. fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Don't get too cocky, youngster. Uh, the young boy was outdone this time. I, I was over the moon for Arlovsky, man, because I know he's been fighting. Mm. He's been fighting since literally we, I was a kid, pretty much. Oh, yeah, that, that could set up some good ones as well, especially like heavyweight. Mm, mm. Uh, so we'll just see. Like, yeah. Excited for that there. Bruv. And then we had one of the fights um, of the night for me, Ricky Simone against Ray Borg. Um, I say it was a fight of the night. I'd say it was pretty one-sided. Ricky Simone doing really, really well. Um, there were some classic moments in this. Uh, there was a bit when uh, DC said, Ricky Simone is so big for a bantamweight. And, and then he flexed. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny. I wondered what, like, it's, it's weird, isn't it? I'd be so self-conscious if I was a commentator. Like, I'd be trying to keep it a bit low after because you don't want to, like, be biased and be one-sided because when the crowd's there it doesn't really matter yeah but if someone's down then you've got dc or joe rogan going all he has to do here is push the hip away and blah 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 it's almost like helping like you're helping the other guy out it's, it's a bit weird but their corner but, should be doing that anyway really do you know what i mean yeah no yeah no of course yeah it was yeah. interesting to hear some dynamics between the commentators talking and the trainers talking and the commentators there was also a bit we'll come on to it but like in anthony smith's fight uh, his corner was just continuously, continuously oh, yeah, yeah. shouting. I'd, I'd, hate, I'd hate that so much. Like, um, I think it happened. Uh, Mike Perry come out, didn't he? Fucking cracks me up. He's like, he, he's like, this. <laughs> he says, like, all I can hear is go, go, go. He's like, you fucking go. I don't want to get knocked out. <laughs> it's, like, it's so true. It's like, you it get is. in there and just fucking bum rush the guy. It's like, uh, yeah, I'd hate that. So I I'd, I'd want, you'd want a little bit, like give him some, give him some advice and then give him 30 seconds to a minute. If he hasn't followed that advice, give it a bit more, change it up a little bit, give him some encouragement, not like just, yes, like, and, and I swear all of them was doing it as well. It's like three or four guys just shouting. Chaos. Yeah. Stupid. Really, really annoying. What do we know? Yeah. Got James Krause in the corner. Fucking UFC <laughs> <laughs> um, for this fight though uh, Ricky Simone it was a great performance Ray Borg did have some some um, some moments in it but um, Ricky Simone mm-hmm. coming into round three had seven takedowns in the fight um, and yeah it was a split decision which was again some of these decisions are getting a bit crazy yeah, but... 
I thought it was. I, th- I thought if he took the takedowns out of it, um, even though he'd done quite well scrambling to try and get back up on that, obviously Simone was a better wrestler. But uh, I was thinking about that Ray Borg's punches. I know it's like it's one of his first fight back in it since. Yes, since the incident. But um, yeah, his hands were like, especially in the third round when he was landing that body shot as well. I was like, Jesus Christ, he's got like his boxing was red hot. Technique. So yeah. I think if the yeah if the takedowns weren't an, weren't an issue, it would have been a lot, a lot closer. But yeah, that Ricky Simone's fucking monster at that division he looked yeah he, he looks really 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 good in that division so we'll see what happens there um he's obviously saying that you know he's coming off two losses but the losses that he was coming off to you got you know what a ufc hall of famer um and an ex-world yeah. champion you know? so it's mm. you know it's nothing it's nothing really to be ashamed of uh but yeah so great performance yeah. from ricky simone and hopefully ray borg can still go on and and you know get oh yeah fights. yeah, yeah. Um, good fighter there and next we had drew dober against alexander hernandez in the lightweight division this was a big, big finish, um, a big, big finish um, for Drew Dober. Uh, Hernandez started well. It was a close fight, but yeah, Dober, mate, just absolutely battered him. Mate, I was fucking, it was so funny because I was, I was uh, it finished in round one. And I was sitting there like trying to judge it and that. I was said, I'll was, <laughs> send you the video after this, but I was like, he didn't exactly do like this, but I was like, he was throwing too many like single shots and he weren't throwing his right hand enough, I think. Um, and that, that Hernandez kept circling off to Drew Dober's right hand. And I was like, all he's got to do is throw a right, a right hook to sort of corner him, to sort of like cut him off from the cage and then throw the left after it and it will land better. And he's done it about three times. I was like, yes! <laughs> I sent you, you the video after. It so Mystic Pete. Mystic Pete coming <laughs> back, mate. We need to get you in some of these fighters' corners, mate. Jesus Isn't it? I know, just have me sitting in the crowd. <laughs> quality, quality. Some great, some great fight breakdowns. I love it. We know what we're doing. Um, next fight was the co-main event of the evening, I guess, or penultimate to the main event. It was OSP um, against Rothwell. What did you think of this performance, bro? From from OSP, first of all, I thought the whole fight. Yeah, I thought the whole fight was like it was. A, it was just strangely entertaining. One because you just couldn't. You every. Like yet to be switched on throughout the whole fight because anything could happen, but just the way he, I don't know, was he? I mean, he technically was running, but he was just getting out of the way and then setting himself again, and then fighting and then getting out of danger because he was getting up against the cage. It wasn't really like he was running away the whole time, but mm. um, and then I did. I, to be honest, I think out of I don't know. I, I thought he did land like the bigger shots, like the sort or the ones that could have could have finished the fight. Um, when he started getting into his groove and he was throwing him just looping left hands, I think that was the one that hurt him, wasn't it? It was end of round two. Yeah, he, end of round two. Up. That was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was probably the biggest moment of the fight. But mm-hmm. yeah, maybe he needs to just get used to it, putting on all that extra weight, and then he's like moving like that as well. It wasn't just like they were just standing there, sort of pouring at each other. It was he was getting and and he's got the whole weight of Rothwell as well up against the cage. That was exactly. like a good move on his part. Yeah. There was, um, at the end of round three, though, um, obviously the fight finished and there was a late flurry from OSP and Rothwell went down after the bell. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was yeah. interesting because the fight, I mean, technically, if the fight was still going, that would have been a big, big knockdown. Um, no. and, you know. What's all this, all this bullshit people say as well? Like, whoever's winning at the end of the fight, 
No. If that, real, if, that, if that was a real fight, then that's then that's how it would have gone. It's like what? No. no, no. <laughs> so the so the first two rounds don't count for shit. <laughs> the whole point is this is that it's not it's under controlled environment. It's not really. It's I know, not, it's just like, it's not. We all go home afterwards and take our ball and that. Like, I know. Quite, it doesn't doesn't make sense. Yeah. Let's so carry fun. on. <laughs> so funny. Forty-five minutes later, that's it. No rounds. Everyone's bleeding. Um, OSP though, yeah, I don't. I think with his first step up into heavyweight, it's not as if he looked out of depth though against a really, really um, experienced heavyweight mm. in in Big Ben Morpho. I don't think he looked out of place though. What is it? Do you think he'll stay up there now? Do you think he'll go back down? But yeah, it's a strange. I've heard him say why. Like, I don't know whether he was struggling to make 205. It didn't, it didn't, I don't think it ever seemed like it, but maybe he's just got to that point where he knows he can't. Maybe he can't. Well, then again, fucking hell. If you can't beat John Jones and win the title, then it's going to be hard going up and beating them guys. Exactly. <laughs> fucking like, maybe, uh, maybe he's just, he's got to that point in his career. He's still making money and he's just like, I don't want to cut the weight. But. I don't, he, he could still have some, he could still have some good fights. Like, there's still some fights. Like, like, imagine. Imagine OSP against Arlovsky or something like that. Or Yes, exactly. Exactly. He does set up some good fights. And I think now that he's had that first fight, because the thing is, you've got to train your body differently. I know it's not a lot of weight, but, you know, think about Connor when he went to 170 against Nate, having to make that change. And people's bodies have to adapt to it. Did you see... Um, yeah. On the Michael uh, Jordan documentary, on The Last Dance, we've been obviously balls deep in this documentary, as most of the world has at the moment. But when he started playing baseball, his coach changed his, oh, you know, into a baseball yeah, body. And then he went back to basketball and his coach was like, right, now we've got to craft your body into a basketball yeah, body. It's yeah. just, mate, some of these athletes, what they yeah, do is incredible. I know, it's just different, isn't it? Especially, and obviously, this is his first fight at heavyweight, but he's been doing it in a fucking coronavirus training camp as well it's not been normal so it's not been normal for any of these guys so mm. it's got to be like a big change as well 100 100 uh, yeah so great great decision there from uh, uh big ben great performance and uh, the correct decision and then bruv finally we had the main event of anthony smith against glover Teixeira. bruv talk to me about this fight yeah, it was sick. I thought when uh, I thought Smith started off so well, he looked so aggressive. Looking almost like that's, that's what I mean. I didn't really notice the corner because he was doing so well, and I was just like, man, he just, maybe he can do this for five rounds. He just like he looked in banging shape. But then it was just like he was putting everything into like every right hand, um, just chasing him all over the ring. It's just like then it started to get a bit worrying. Like round two, it was like if he can't get him out of there, then this is a bad move. And then I think the further it went on, and then um, yeah, Glover just started getting into his boxing. It was fucking Incredible. red hot. It was so good. He looked in banging shape as well. It's probably the best shape I've seen him in. For, it was just incredible watching it to see a 40-year-old man against mm. you know, a, a, a much younger man just absolutely putting the hurt on him. Like from, from round two onwards, like you say, round yeah. absolutely rocked. He hurt him bad. It, it could have been stopped in round three, to be, to oh, be honest. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought it was a good. He let it go on when he let it go on. Was it Herzog, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it was Herzog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When he let it go on, I was like, oh man, that's a, that's really good refing. He's like, he's still in there and he's still defending himself, moving. He's moving when he's getting asked to, basically. Like, um, he just done enough, and I was like, oh, maybe he can come back out and recoup, but he just, mm. no, he just never did. The thing is, three, round three and four were easily a ten-eight round. I wanted to ask you at what you thought about. Um, stoppages and stuff like that like do, do you feel like you know because DC and Felder were getting into it a little bit and do you feel like his corner have a responsibility to pull him out do you feel like he still had an opportunity to win the fight or do you just feel like 
when a fighter's get in that position, you can see a fight going a certain way. It's important to take him out to kind of save his career for the long term. What are your thoughts on stoppages? Yeah, definitely. I think, I don't know how much Herzog was asking him. I think after every round, obviously, when he's way back to the corner, he was like, you're right. But I think he probably wasn't getting much out of him at that point. He's probably not thinking about that. Mm. But when he sat, it's just when he sat down at that end of that round and he was like, my teeth are falling out. It's like you don't... <laughs> even people that Even people yeah. that do have injuries... That even sounded a bit weird, like he's not really thinking straight. All he's thinking about is my mouth's full of blood, I fucking my teeth are like my gum was not fitting in properly. I'm not safe. And his corner was just like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you need to do what is to do? like what? Like he doesn't want to hear this shit. It's just pull him out. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. I know he's come out afterwards and said, Look, everyone, don't worry about me. I'm I've got I'm injured, but like I'm fine. Like it was my choice or whatever. It's just like, nah, like either the ref should have stepped in or at least get the doctor to come in and have a look at him but for them to just start barking orders again it's like it's almost like an ego thing they were so like oh we've got to tell him to do exactly what to do he's got to follow the game plan he yeah. can't lose it's like even though he's telling you he's like, like his teeth are fucking just falling out he's falling just out. like oh. and it was just fucking shit advice as well like <laughs> Go go up the middle. You're going wide, so you need to come in with uppercuts. It's like, oh yeah, against Glover. That's a really good idea. Come in with uppercuts. Jesus <laughs> they need you in the corner, Pete. Tell them. What. I know. Yeah. Poor Sod's just been getting uppercutted for like the last ten minutes. Fucking teeth hanging out, and you're telling him to go in an uppercut with the guy. But even, but even when he even when he come out for that fifth round, it was like he was barely holding his hands up, and he was like swaying. It was just even then, it was just it weren't good. It, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't fun to watch. There was um, a bit of. Well, it was quite fun, but yeah, it was a bit. Yeah, towards, the fun. End, towards the end, it gets a bit. It gets. It gets a bit much. It gets a bit much. <laughs> but there was. There was a bit where, like, I saw Glover going in. He looked like he could have finished him, and he kept going in for the level change. And I was thinking, yeah, oh, mate. Yeah, or even on the floor, like you know them. You know them fights. Obviously, them fights that get stopped, and it's they're not even. Go, they're going about thirty percent, but they're just going bang, 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 body, bang. But body, he could have, just, just, yeah, he could have just kept doing that while he was down, but he didn't. He kept stopping and then going. I think he maybe felt sorry for him, and then he's going for the submission. Couldn't get that, so he goes back to like hitting him a few times. It's like man, just fucking. Sometimes it is just, just stop it. Like you can, you can tell when a good stoppage, like a good stoppage from, like what the hell are you doing? I wasn't even hurt. Yeah, um, absolutely. You can, you can. But I, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, fighters, I think they're too tough for their own good sometimes. So that's when I think the corner mm. should come in and be like, look, I just, you know, he, he's, he's, he's overwhelming you, you know. Yeah, just ask could, him, yeah. Yeah, just talk to him and just say, listen, you know, I know you want to go out on your shield, but but do you, f- I, I would say to the fighter, like, do you feel like you can pull something back? And I know their ego is yeah, probably exactly. going to say, yeah, but, you know, you've got to be realistic about it, I think. Or just ask him, like, because obviously at that moment his mind's probably all over the place. Just say, ask him something simple, like, uh, Anthony, what's what's one way you can win this fight? And if he doesn't answer and just says, I don't think I can, then like pull him out. Or if he's like, man, I've got one more shot in me. I've got, just let me try, give me 30 seconds or something like that. Or, oh, yeah, to be honest, the more I think about it, the more it pisses Wait, me off. Cause this campaign to get you, this campaign to get you as a trainer, mate, I'm getting on this train. <laughs> give, him, give him a chance. Just fucking ask. How hard is it to go? Look, man, you've given four rounds. You've done a fucking great job. Like you, you just said you like. How, are your teeth really that fucked? Like, how are you feeling? Um, do you want to go out there? Yes or no? Either way, it doesn't matter. Like, it's fucking hard. Like someone like I've got a feeling someone like Trevor Whitman 
who we were saying the other day, Trevor Whitman or for us, Harvey would ask someone like that. They'd be like, how are you feeling? Can you, can you cope with this? Like you got another five minutes with this guy and you're getting fucking battered. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Be honest, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just be honest. And again, because it's not as if it's not, it's, this isn't as though it's, um, you know, a sport where like tennis, where, you know, the only thing you're going to get out of it is obviously maybe long-term knee injuries and ligament injuries. This is brain trauma. This is mm. like, you know, cause a long-term thing of Alzheimer's and stuff like that. So it's like, I feel like, you know, they, they do have an obligation to their fire. Again, what do we fucking mm. know? Never been in a fight. Anyway, so, no. um, let's, <laughs> um, yeah, but, but again, I just want to finish off by um, saying a, what how good to share looked and you know yes. the fact that he's 14 he's still doing that as i said i saw the result i saw that he'd won i'm expecting a submission and i see just he's he's overwhelming him joe rogan did a, a long post about how impressed he was with to performance for anyone saying that he might be done or over the hill up oh, bruv he's, no. he's doing all right he's doing all right yeah i'm not sure, i'm not sure whether he's like ever gonna win like i don't see him ever beating john jones but um he could still go in there with like top contenders I think exactly and it's all about having exciting fights and and maybe even put you know about those knockout bonuses and those performance bonuses stuff like that oh, so yeah, yeah. you know titles aren't the only thing there sometimes so as long as he can yeah. hopefully create some buzz and still go the way he's going uh he'll make some yeah. good money uh right let's just quickly coming close to the end is quickly preview this upcoming fight so now we have more fights on Saturday Pete we just fight after yes. fight <laughs> tomorrow tomorrow I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm not like literally not sick of it at all. <laughs> oh, no way. Absolutely not. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm loving I'm loving live sport and it just I'd be excited about this much UFC anyway, but the fact that it's yeah, because yeah. it's you know, there's no other sport at the moment. A lot of people I know that this is our this is our Euros. There ain't no Euros, so we've got this every every three days. Exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um I'll um obviously stop me. Uh, I'll, I'll just quickly run through the prelims first of all. Um, a, a few fighters that I'd be lying if I said that I knew their um, life story. We've got first fight Rodrigo Ferreira against Dontale Mace. We've got Darren Elkins, who obviously we are aware of. Back, he's fighting mm. Nate Laundeur. It's a featherweight fight. Um, and yeah, Darren Elkins is coming off three losses, Pete. Oh, no. So he's got to step um, it up, really. Yeah, it's not good, is it? <laughs> no, no, it's not good. He's, good, like, he's, he's game, but he's just, yeah, yeah. See what he can do the weekend. Before that, though, he was on a one, two, three, four, five, a six-fight win streak. His last win was against Michael Johnson, who we mentioned before, um, getting leg-locked. Um, we've got his last three fights that he's lost, Volkanovski, Ricardo Lamas, and Ryan Hall. So no just anybody fighters, do you know what I mean? So Darren Elkins, mm. we're always excited to see him. So we'll see what happens there. Um, we've got Courtney Casey against Mara Barella. We've got Mike Davis against Kiga Chikadza. We've got Anthony Hernandez against Kevin Holland. And then Pete, the main card of the prelims, we've got the immortal Matt Brown against Miguel Beza. So this fight is going ahead then, it looks like. It looks, yeah. I've not seen nothing come up. But it's weird. It's still on the website. It's still on Bet365. It's just for some reason on the website, the guy's thingy bob was greyed out. And then like, maybe it, oh, it's not. Oh, no, it's not maybe they were saying, it, it maybe there was an issue before because it was, he did actually get, he wasn't on, he wasn't on the betting apps. He wasn't on nothing like about a week ago. So maybe it's something they just had to sort out. Um, maybe they didn't think one of them was going to make it or something, but yeah, that's, that's, I'm so happy for that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, that is in the uh, welterweight division. Obviously, I don't like. I say this is another one, Pete. Where you know, I don't expect 
and obviously, hopefully, hopefully, I eat these words one day. But I'm not expecting Matt Brown to go on a mad title challenge here and to go on a you know a, a, a hunt down for the title and to take down mm. people like Usman and Mars Vidal and that kind of stuff. But nah, I love to see Matt Brown fight, and he loves to yeah. fight. So I want you know, there's no reason why I think he's, it's weird though. I think he's getting better. Like he's not. He's had a couple of he's had a couple of losses that could have gone his way. I was remember I was in. I think I was in Thailand with Slee for his fight against uh, Cerrone. Yes. And that was like, he was winning that fight, I thought. He was fucking, he was bashing Cerrone and then like third round gets caught with that head kick. Yeah. If, if he'd have got, got through that, he would have like propelled himself up. Oh, I've just beat Cowboy. Like in his prime, it's just like, um, and even his last fight, when he was it Ben Saunders, I think. Yes. I'm back against Ben Saunders. Hey, he looked like, yeah, and it was like having trouble with that range and stuff and he's just like, fuck this. He's that sort of guy, he just keeps on you. Yeah, like gum bites down on the gum shield and just has it. And they're the fighters I love. He's he's I love the way before he steps into the cage, it just lets out that fucking roar, and it's just like, hey, uh, it just gives me goosebumps, shit like that. Um, as as Pete mentioned, we've got yeah, his um, Immortals last fight was against Ben Saunders. Then he was against Diego Sanchez. He, that that elbow we were t- oh, we talked God, about yeah, it earlier. Jesus, no, dropped him, and then Diego sort of falls face first, you know, into, <laughs> into the ground. It's just fucking incredible. It was it was before that. Uh, then he lost uh, to Cerrone, as you mentioned. Oh, that was okay. Okay. Um, and then before that, two losses against Jake Ellenberger and and Damian Meyer. But he did meet. He did beat Tim Means before that. Um, so out of his last five fights, he's got three losses and two wins. So, bruv, we'll see. It's exciting. Oh man, yeah, yeah. If he beats, if he wins at the weekend, imagine that could. Yeah, that could even like Pettis set up a weight fight against Pettis. That'd be a sick fight. Absolutely, I love the way you think. I'd love to be a matchmaker. I'd love to be. Ma- I'd just be on the, on the phone all day. It's like, <laughs> come on, please, please <laughs> fight this guy. Please fight this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to get you as a trainer first, and then we can talk about the matchmaking after that. We'll see. I, I do. I do all of it. I'll give Connor a ring. See if he can get me in there. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the main card um again nothing to really spend uh too much time talking about less i just feel like i want to see the fights and i'm just enjoying reviewing everything that's happening afterwards but it's nice to do a little preview the first fight on the main card is in the featherweight division again a stack division we've got song Yudong, um who's ranked number 14 oh, yeah, yeah. against marlon Vera, ranked number 15 so we'll see what happens there We've got Eric, your boy Anders, against Christoph Schiotko, um in the middleweight um, division. Let's have a look at Eric Anders. So Anders is coming off two wins um, against Gerald Mearshart and Vinicius Moreira. He did lose three in a row before that against Thiago Santos um, and Elias Theodrew and Khalil Roundtree. So the fight is that he's lost to, not bad, and he's coming off two wins. So we'll see what happens here. Yeah, it should be a good one. Yotko's uh, won his last two uh, as well. So both fighters coming off a good run there. So we'll see what happens there. That'll be really, really exciting. Um, again, in the middleweight division, stacked. Uh, featherweight division, uh, next we've got Danny Gay against Edson Barboza, bruv. I know you're excited for this one. Fucking hell, it's all featherweights, isn't it? Yeah. Last, last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, no, that'd be sick. That'd be such a good fight. It'd be good to see Barboza at featherweight. Yeah, it'd be interesting. His first fight? His I, first think fight? It, I think it might yeah, be. No, it's it's Christ, yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to look fucking ripped <laughs> Jesus Christ um, okay, it'll be interesting yeah because I'm hoping like, he doesn't look gaunt I'm hoping he doesn't no, look especially, especially chin wise as well because he's 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 taken he's, he's been in some wars and he and cutting all that weight it might fucking it might go quite badly for him <laughs> but then again we'll see well, well we'll see what happens to be fair with Edson Barboza he's coming off 
two losses. Um, he did beat Dan Hooker, but his last five fights, mate, he's only got one. He's lost four of his last five. Um, mm. You know, not against any slouches. He's lost to Khabib, Kevin Lee, Paul Felder, and Justin Gaethje. So, you know, that's how yeah, stacked the, the lightweight division. So he's thinking, do you know what? Fuck this. I'll get out of here and uh, change. I'll change up a little bit. So <laughs> yeah. we'll, see. We'll, see. we'll see what happens. Some of the nastiest kicks in the UFC. Um, but he's fighting no slouch in Dan Ige, bruv. He's coming off a six-fight win streak. Um, and, yeah, we'll see. One, two, three, four. Sorry, five-fight win streak. Um, his last couple. What's his last couple, sorry? He's got um, a coming off of uh, wins against uh, Masad Bektic was his last one. Okay. And then Kevin Aguilar as well. And then Danny Henry, Jordan Griffin and Mike Santiago. So that's, this fight, I'm really excited for it. I'm really, really excited for it to, yeah, see, to see what happens there. Um, then we've got Claudia uh, Godella against Angela Hill. That's in the women's strawweight division. Yeah, that'd be so sick. That'd be a really good fight. That'd be a really good fight. I saw Angela's last fight as well. So she looked really, really impressive. So we'll see what happens mm-hmm. there. And then finally, the main event of the evening, Peter, is Alistair Overeem against Walt Harris. Um, always exciting to see Overeem. What do, you, what do you think about this one? I'd like to see, to see Walt Harris do it just for just for him coming back to UFC and stuff. It'd be nice. It'd be shit for him to come back and get banged out. Plus, I think he's like up and coming as well. Um, yeah. But, um, how long has he been out? It's been out... Uh, so the last time the last time Harris fought was July last year. So he's been out sort yeah. of, uh, basically nearly a year, nearly a year. Yeah, nearly a year. But he beat um, he beat Olenek, um in his last fight, um, and then also over, beat Spivak as well. Overeem's last Overeem's last one, the cut lip. Yeah, against Rosa Stroik. Yep. Oh, fucking hell! Get that back open again. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. that first shot. First That's shot. What I, you know what though, Pete? Is is that was the, only December, bruv That's the thing. See, mad, did it? Did you see like when they put up the picture of a week later, like it just healed like straight away? It's like fucking Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> it's weird. Wolverine. I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf. I didn't even say that. That's a good one. <laughs> There you Wolverine. go. <laughs> um, yes, mate. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, it, to be fair to to Overeem, though, you know, people, would, you know, that you'll see a lot of videos of his knockout against Ngannou. Um, he lost his next fight to Curtis Blaze after that as well, but he did win his next two after that against Pavlovich and Alexei Olenek, and then obviously mm. got his lip bust by Rosenstruck. Oh, he's, yeah, he's probably kicking himself after watching that Ngannou mm. fight. He's like, "Fuck, I could have beat that guy as well." And you know what? He's probably kicking himself after the Rosenstruck fight because he was winning that fight, Pete. That's what, oh, that's what I mean. That's, yeah, oh. so, like, he's probably looking at that thinking Overeem's just, uh, and Garno's just smashed him and all I had to do was last another like 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then, but then, but then again, he's probably thinking, oh, I don't want to fight Ngano again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, the thing is, you know, people say they have this card where it's like, in wrestling, they call it your bump card where it's like you can only take a certain amount of punishment. And with Overeem, he's had so many fights. He's been through so many wars. You just have mm. to think, right, does that start to add up over a little while like if i just go to his record 64 professional bouts 45 yeah. wins with 18 losses it's it's just so much it's so many wars pete yeah, that was a reckon that was a weird stoppage i watched it again the other day or just saw like the highlights of that just the knockout and it was like it was sort of like a walk away knockout you know like what mark hunt used to do so he didn't mm. follow up on him but there was like only what a couple of seconds left or something but he wasn't out. I don't. I don't think he was out. Like he hit the cage and then he was just sitting there. But then he started rolling forward to like get back to his feet. Mm. And I was just like, 
there wasn't real no follow up from if he'd if that guy had come in and maybe landed a couple of shots and then the ref stopped it. But I'll have to I'll have to watch it again. I just thought it was it was almost like the ref went, "Oh, that was such a good shot. We'll stop the fight." Do you know but what? I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm really not a fan of the. Actually, no, I won't say I'm not a fan of it. The the walk away knockout for me, like Mark Hunt did it so well because when Mark Hunt walked off, they were fucking knocked out. Yeah, like I'm, out cold. Like, they were done. This was just. Yeah. This was just a, maybe the ref saw his lip. Maybe he saw as he was sitting there, he probably went, "Oh shit, like, I've got to stop this." Like before he takes some more damage, I guess. But if he'd have give it a couple more seconds, he would have won the fight. Like if it would, if it had gone the whole five rounds. Interesting. Yeah, you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's it's interesting. But, the thing know. is, it's, it's such a a game of fine margins. Um, that's why you know it's, I I get a bit worried when they leave it in the judges' um, hands sometimes and that kind of stuff. It's it's a really it, it's a game of chess, but with dire consequences, as they say. So. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. I prefer. Yeah, yeah. If you're walking away from someone getting knocked out, I want to see them knocked out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I don't think I think you should carry on fighting. Um, as far, I was watching um the top five uh, strike force knockouts earlier, and DC was in it when he knocked out Bigfoot Silver. And even though Bigfoot mm. Silver was out, you still you still get the hammer fist sometimes. And it's like, oh, yeah, just yeah. To, it's just to confirm, like the ref needs to, just yeah, to step in now and, and stop this. Oh, some, sometimes they don't like you can you can you can look in hindsight afterwards and think they don't need it. Like um, what's his name? The one you said you missed this weekend, Kelleher, whatever his name is, Brian Kelleher, yeah. Uh, yeah, like them two hammer fists, they, they weren't needed because the guy was out. He was probably out cold already. But like, you got you got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, mate. We, it's, as as Mars Vidal would say, those are super super necessary. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. That's, that's this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, mate. Yeah, shouts to Dan Henderson. Listen, Pete. <laughs> really, really excited for this weekend's fight, mate. And I'm loving all the UFC at the moment. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm sure we'll okay, reconvene just, afterwards. Just, you can start this time. I don't think I am. <laughs> I don't think I am. Get that, get that alarm set. That's it. I need to get that alarm set. I think maybe this time I need to remember not to start drinking. But anyway, yeah. as long as we and watch no social media. That's it. Social get off media. The, get off this fucking phone, uh, bloody millennial. <laughs> All right, Pete. Thanks very much, mate. Um, and thanks very much for listening Wait. to this. You can catch us on, on YouTube and Instagram now as well, um, just while we're in uh, pandemic because we're not doing this shit in person. So uh, feel free to watch up on there as well. Pete, we'll catch up afterwards, mate. Yeah, catch you later.